that has changed. If any anything is from it went from worse to worse, sir. In so many apartments, doctors' apartment jobs that I have lost due to the buses, and they said this year was supposed to be a totally different change. I don't see where the change is at. We have to sit out here and wait a long periodically time. The buses are nasty. The buses are filthy. The buses is not nipped. Stop pushing the lock button on your keys 15 fucking times. That shit is annoying. Why are you pushing it so many times? The point of the horn beeping is so that you know that the doors are in fact locked. So at the maximum, you need to hit the button twice. I can see if you hit it once and forgot like, oh, did I do it? And then you hit it again to ensure it. But why are you pushing this 10 times in a row? It is annoying. I was not thinking about you and your 87 Honda until you hit the button 19 fucking times. Now I'm looking at you. You locking your door should never sound like the panic alarm is going off on your car. Push the button one time. The horn beeps, your doors are locked. Under no circumstances is it okay for you to push the lock button more than twice. The horn has beeped twice. The doors are locked. Why do you continue to hit the button three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times? It is ridiculous. It is annoying. You're in the parking lot making all types of unnecessary ass noise. Nobody wants the quilt that you made. Nobody wants the old ass water bottles in your back seat. It is not that freaking serious. Stop pushing the button. It's annoying. Are you driving around with gold bricks in your car or something? What would warrant pushing the button more than twice? What do you have? If it's that serious that you got to push the button nine times to make sure the door's locked, you shouldn't be driving around with it in your car. Clearly, it should be in some sort of safe. It's ridiculous, it's annoying, and all it does is draw more attention to your car. So stop it. Signed, everyone that is annoyed in this parking lot. Ugh, I hate this phone. Welcome back to yet another episode of DGS. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I just got back from the bar crawl. It was a horrible idea. I'm far too old to start drinking at 5 o'clock and continue throughout the day. Awful, awful idea. It was a nice event though. Anyways, let's get started, shall we? This episode in Cancel By goes out to Des Bryant. As you know, the preseason has started. Colin Kaepernick does not have a job. Marshawn Lynch protested during the anthem he sat down. So questions are everywhere about it. So they go up to Mr. Des Bryant initially he says uh he doesn't have he doesn't feel what the, what did he say he says whatever they got going on with that that's them i don't really have nothing to say about that really nothing Des. what's wrong master got your tongue how do you have nothing to say about it nothing absolutely nothing so as usual he got dragged he comes back to clear it up and says I care about black people, but I got a family to feed. Like, what's the point of coming back if you're not going to say something smarter than what you said prior to getting dragged? I would have more respect for you if you just said, I really enjoy making a shit ton of money catching a football, and I do not want to protest for fear of not having a job any longer, similar to Colin Kaepernick. Just say that. Or 
you could say, I understand why they're protesting. There is a need for the protest, but I personally will not be protesting. Say something intelligent. If you are unable to come up with a semi-intelligent response to a question, maybe you should get you a PR person. Somebody to be like, hey, Des, if they ask you a question about this, your answer should be this. It's not fucking difficult. If every time you say something, you have to turn around and clear it up or say, that's not what I meant, then you are not articulating yourself well enough. Words mean things and you can't just go around saying, oh, that's not what I meant. Well, it's what you said. So what are we supposed to take away from it? Or maybe you honestly don't have anything to say about it or don't feel any kind of way about it. I mean, that's worse in my opinion, but maybe you, you just don't care because, hey, I'm Des Brown, I got money. I don't need to concern myself with that. If that is how you feel, simply say no comment. It works wonders. Now, I have never been paid a shit ton of money to do anything, nor do I have a shit ton of money. So maybe if I were in your shoes, I would feel the same as you do, but I guarantee you I would articulate it a lot better and it wouldn't come off as poorly as what you've said. Des Bryant, you are canceled. Please do better. Either stop answering questions altogether or get you somebody to help you handle these softball ass questions. Ugh, gross. All trash. Anyways, for this episode's discussion, I want to talk about sensitivity and y'all's belief that all fat people are sensitive. It's not the case. I will laugh at your fat joke if it's funny. I laugh at fat jokes all the time. The issue is y'all say stuff that isn't funny and when we don't laugh, it's, oh, why are you being so sensitive? You're going to die from diabetes is not funny. What is funny about that? If you tell a fat joke and it's funny, we will laugh. We are not oblivious to the fact that we are fat. If we're not laughing, it's because your joke isn't funny, not because we're ultra sensitive. Y'all do this all the time and it is super annoying. Are there fat people that are super sensitive? Of course there are. Are there skinny people that are super sensitive? Of course. And I'm willing to bet more so than fat people, but skinny people don't have the reputation of being sensitive. And half the time when y'all say dumb shit, it's not even meant to be a joke. It's just when somebody calls you out on it, you be like, oh, I was joking. Stop being so sensitive. No, you weren't fucking joking. It was a statement. You were just being a dick. A good joke is a good joke. And if it's funny, we will laugh at it. We're not going to laugh at your hateful statements that you try to pass off as jokes because it's not funny. But don't label us sensitive because you're being a jerk and we're not laughing at it. Imagine if I walked up to you and said, you're going to get cancer from those cigarettes and die. And you don't laugh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why are you being so sensitive? It was just a joke. Like, yeah, a joke that wasn't funny and didn't really sound like much of a joke. And then from that day forward, I go around telling people, oh, don't joke with her. She's super sensitive. She won't get it and she'll just get offended. So just watch out. That sounds crazy, right? So I don't know why you think it's not crazy with fat people. Y'all's reasoning with fat people is ass backwards. The bottom line is we are not sensitive. Tell a joke. If it's funny, we will laugh. If it's more like a rude ass statement, we will not laugh. That does not make us sensitive. 
y'all have got to get it together. Now it is time for my two cents. Do not forget to email me at number 5 at gmail.com with your questions. I will read them on the show, answer them to the best of my abilities. I'm not a professional of any sorts. Someone asked me how to tell a plus size girl that she doesn't dress very well. And my initial thought was the same way you fucking tell a skinny person. But I thought about it and it can be kind of tricky. You're not plus size as well. Like if you're a smaller trying to tell a plus size girl she doesn't dress very well, that can get kind of sticky. So my advice would be to show her pictures of people with her same body shape and flattering clothing. Be like, hey, maybe you should try something like this. Or, hey, I think this would look really good on you. And so it doesn't come off really bad. Be like, hey, I'm going shopping. Did you want to come shopping with me? We can pick out some things. Because a lot of times people that dress poorly don't want to dress poorly. They just don't really know where to go. So if you offer to go on like a shopping trip and help pick out things that are flattering for her, then that would be a lot easier than be like, hey, you look like a slob. Change that shit. And don't try to change her personal style. Like, she may not be super girly, super dressy, but there are nice, flattering things that you can find that aren't sundresses or something like that. Like, don't don't change the personal style of the person or try to. Just get something flattering that they like, something that they would want to wear. Now, if y'all both big, that's hella easy. Just be like, hey, girl, I'm about to go to Torrid, hop in the car, come on, let's go. We can pick out a whole bunch of stuff. Like if y'all are both fellow fatties, then it should be super easy. Now, if she's like, well, why you want to take me shopping? Why we need to go shopping for it? Just be like, honestly, the clothes that you're wearing, I feel like they don't flatter you as much as your clothes could. And if she still got an attitude and don't want to do it, then oh well, can't save everybody. That's all I got. Good luck. Just try not to be rude. Shout out to Remy Ma for her new store conceded in Raleigh, North Carolina, sizes 0 to 5X, repping for the big girl. She's a real one. R.I.P. Dick Gregory. Prayers to your family. That's going to wrap up this episode of Big Girl Slay. Thank y'all for joining. What the hell? Thank y'all for joining me. Don't forget the show is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Big Girl Slay and Instagram, which is also at Big Girl Slay. Email me at BigGirlSlay, the number five at gmail.com with your questions, comments, concerns, all of that jazz. I have to go to sleep. It is now two o'clock in the morning and I am tired. I've been drinking all day and my feet hurt. Stay fabulous. Fatty, fat, fat, fat.